Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the 23rd episode of the Living a Dream, a Transformational Journey podcast. My name is Joe Kalk. I'm a life awareness coach, Reiki master, author, and speaker. Today's episode is the fourth fundamental question of life. First, I want to share my life purpose statement. The purpose of my life is to be present, joyful, and compassionate, and to share my joy, making a difference and be a role model to others that, by changing some of their internal beliefs and judgments, they can also make a difference in the world. My ultimate goal is the global enlightenment and peace on our earth, our physical reality through the awakening, awareness, and action of its people in transforming our beliefs about each other and the earth. I'm not alone in having this goal of peace on earth, but my approach is a bit different. I am enlightening the earth from within. During this podcast series, please be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. This is the seventh in a series of seven podcast episodes in which one of seven questions is announced. The questions are called the seven simple questions and were introduced by Neil Donald Walsh in his book, Storm Before the Calm. Mr. Walsh states, quote, the following inquiries made in the depth of our own soul and used by us to invite others into their own soul searching could change the world, unquote. I and everyone else have been given explicit permission by Mr. Walsh to use the seven simple questions in our work, to share the discussions around the questions that could change the world. I thank Neil Donald Walsh for his waiving of copyright protections for us to freely engage in the seven simple questions that invite our own soul searching. To review the first three fundamental questions of life, Who am I? Where am I? And why am I where I am? So now we get to the fourth fundamental question of life. What do I intend to do about that? What do I intend to do about that? First, we'll have Neil Donald Walsh's response. And all of this is in his words. Quote, my idea is that I intend to keep myself aware that I am engaging in the process of God. God is a process. You are engaged in that process now. Now, I have always been and I always will be. This is nirvana. This is pure bliss. For pure bliss is the process of God, Godding. If people do not experience life in this way, it is because they do not know who they are, where they are, 
why they are where they are, or what they intend to do about that. Here in the realm of the physical, I am producing and then living within a contextual field in order that experience may occur. What experience? The experience I choose. He continues, I make this choice by my co-creation of and my response to the contextual field and my decision with regard to it. Within the contextual field, I can react, create, or intend. It is up to me. The process by which I experience what I came to physicality to experience is a process of increasing my awareness of the process itself. As I become more and more aware, I move from reaction to creation to intention to expression. The neophyte reacts. The student creates. The master intends. The divine expresses. Life in the realm of the physical invites me to know and to know that I know. It invites me to master the moment. I can do this by moving into each moment, deciding ahead of time what I intend to express. What do I intend to do about that? He continues, I am inviting myself not to live my life as an experience of reaction, nor even as an experience of creation, but as an experience of intention producing the expression of divinity. This is what I call fulfillment. In truth, I cannot create anything because everything has already been created. I'm wasting my time trying to create something. That's child's play. When I am trying to create peace, security, opportunity, prosperity, happiness, and love, I'm in the sandbox playing with toys. I did not come here for that. I came here to experience myself as who I really am, to express through me, as me, an aspect of divinity, and to recreate myself anew in the next grandest version of the greatest vision ever I held about who I am. When I do that, all those other things I was trying to produce in my life come to me without effort. End quote. That is the end of Neil Donald Walsh's uh, text. So my response to what do I intend to do about that? Well, I intend to remember that I am source in a bodysuit and that this, quote, reality, unquote, is actually a waking dream that I can change. I visualize myself on the love-based earth without fear, without war, without competition. I remain in my joy and respond to all events with love. I share my joy and love with others. I'm eager for the new contrasts and to make my choices based on my preferences, knowing that there is no right or wrong choice. I awaken each day to the new possibilities for extraordinary experiences 
laughter, love, and joy. I draw my abundance and all my preferences to me effortlessly. I meet new people, many who quickly become new friends. I share my unique abilities with others for the mutual benefit of all. My life is joyous, free, and fulfilling. There is nothing I lack or need. This is truly heaven on earth. I have an example I want to share with you. Pretend for a moment that you are a loving parent to a little child, let's say a little girl in this case, and um, you are outside on the back porch and your little girl is playing in the yard. It's a safe yard. There's a nice big yard, lots of trees, lots of, of wonderful places for her to play in. Your child starts creating her own reality. She may be a princess. She may be a warrior. She may be a a dog trainer. She may be an astronaut. It's up to her what she creates. So in her mind, she's creating uh, the the entire illusion of her, her dream world, her fantasy world. Let's say she's a princess. And let's say she is uh, looking over her territory and she is uh, talking with people and she's having fun and everything's going well. And you, as her parent, don't know what she is seeing, but you see her and you know that she's safe and you see that she's talking to people. You don't see who she's talking to, but you know that she's safe in the backyard and you are enjoying watching her play. Then after a little bit, you notice your little girl is getting scared. And she's, she's frightened of something. And she starts backing away. And she starts screaming. And she starts having uh, panic attacks and worrying about something. You look around quickly. You don't see anything. There's nothing there. I, it's, it's all safe. There's no, there's no creatures. There's nothing else. It's something that she has created in her mind. And so you go to her slowly and you call her name and you tell her, you're only imagining. You're imagining something. Um, you are imagining something terrible, but you're safe. You're home. You're safe. Gradually, she lets her reality disappear, realizing that it was her imagination. She looks around. She recognizes you as her parent. She recognizes that she's home safe, and she relaxes. Okay? In this scenario, you play both parts. First, you are the child, creating the environment, creating the situation, creating people you're talking to, creating... um, uh, this landscape and and creatures and all of that. And yes, you may create something that frightens you. But you are also the parent in this situation. The parent is source 
or God or all that is, whatever your term is for the all of everything that is everywhere and every when simultaneously. So as source, you see yourself playing, but you don't know as source what you what uh, the child is playing. So you see that the child is safe. And so this is what we are trying to say now. This is how we are trying to change the world from within, from within the illusion. I At this point, it is source coming through me, telling you that you are safe, that you have created, maybe have created something that has frightened you, but this is an illusion. You have created all of this. You are actually safe at home. That is changing your perception while of that this is an illusion while still in the illusion. Right? So you are a, you are part of source. You have created this physicality, this denseness out of your energy. You have lowered your energy and uh, the frequency of your energy and you are now creating something out of your mind, out of your thoughts, and you have created something that frightens you or you're attacking something that frightens you or you're afraid of something. And all of that is the illusion that we all have created from within this worldview of this all being real. The reality is we are all source. We are all part of source, wearing bodysuits, having an experience. We're, we're playing a game in, on playground earth. And we are visualizing sometimes something that is too frightening for us to be able to handle. And what we are being told now is as if source were our parent saying, this is all an illusion and you are safe at home, relax, think of love thoughts, prefer to respond with love instead of fear, prefer to create with love instead of fear. Realize where you are, who you are, and why you were here. This is what I'm trying trying to get across to um, everyone about when I say that we are source in a bodysuit, wearing a bodysuit that is um, just having an imaginary game on playground earth. You can get that concept. You may see where we are trying to to tell ourselves that we're safe, to relax, to get out of DEFCON 1, to stop the stress hormones going in the body, to relax and to turn hell on earth 
into heaven on earth. There are some thoughts and concepts that we have discussed in previous podcasts that relate to the question of what are we going to do about where we are now. Um, We are one as source. We are source. We are also the child in that scenario. We are pure source energy having a physical experience on playground earth wearing bodysuits to gain the full sensation of physicality. Our soul extends out forever, joining with other souls as the one soul of source. We are freed from the belief of being separate, isolated, physical beings apart from source. Source is everything. We are part of everything. We are part of source. We are source. We were all born with gifts of love, joy, and positive self-attributes. We still have those gifts, which may be buried under other people's beliefs, opinions, attitudes, and thoughts that we accepted as our own. All of those negative self-attributes The majority of them were gained before we were even seven years old. This was as our mind was being formed. We took on the beliefs, opinions, attitudes, and thoughts of others and took them on as our own. We no longer need to do that. We need to find our own birthright of love, joy, and positive self-attributes. Happiness is within you. You need not search for it elsewhere. We are not incomplete beings that need another person to complete us. Um, We are not uh, unhappy beings who need the happiness of another to make us happy. We have happiness within us. All people are equal and unique. If you look at trees, all trees, there's not a a good tree and a bad tree. There's not one tree that's better than another tree. They're equal, but they're all unique. No one tree looks like another tree. The same with people. We are equal in value, equal in worth, equal. There's no hierarchy. We are all equal. We're all part of God, and we are each unique. We each have our own gift right of our uh, skills, our interests, our experience, and our birthright of the gifts that we have uh, within us. They aren't for us. They aren't against us. They are us. Sometimes when we're playing this game on, on Playground Earth, we create someone else that we imagine is either for us, they're, they're one of us, or they're against us, and then we have to attack them or fear them, whatever. But actually, we created them. They are us. 
We are all part of source. Other people are reflections of ourselves. You may have heard the expression that you see in others uh, what you yourself actually uh, have or express. Sometimes you may find someone who uh, is does not is not someone you would prefer to be around. That what that person is doing is reflecting that part of yourself that you may not have accepted as part of yourself. We always have choices. We can choose fear or we can choose love. Fear has a lot of, of uh, different faces, different terms for it, uh, anger, um, uh, sadness, any of that. Um, love is happiness, joy. Um, we have preferences, but no longer make judgments. We have preferences. We no longer have prejudices. We teach only love as our go-to response to all events. We change our viewpoint. We see the world as we want it to be, not as we think it is now. We are being told now that we are safe, even though we think we are in constant fear. We see the world as we want it to be, we are safe. We are in a waking dream or an illusion, believing we are seeing, hearing, touching, smelling, and tasting that whatever we, all of that are solid, visible, and real. We are awakening from this dream of believing we are separate physical beings in a separate physical world. We are realizing we are source experiencing what we have created. Let's look at this week's tools, activities, and summary. Tools. Be open to the possibility that your life can change and improve in ways unimaginable now. Two. We are all one as source. We are all pure energy wearing a bodysuit for our adventure in physicality on playground earth. We are playing a game, acting, imagining, dreaming, but we are safe at home. Three, replace fear with love, knowing that we are all source. Four, Visualize yourself living on the new love-based earth. Share your joy and happiness with everyone you meet. Remember that there is nothing to fear here. You experience the contrast, choose your preferred path, and enjoy the manifestations as they come to you easily. By changing within, we become the change in the world. We change our thinking, change our perception, wake up from the dream, realize we were creating all of this illusion. We change within, we become the change in the world. And six, 
we are all part of the global shift in consciousness that is occurring right now. Activities. There are some actions that Neil Donald Walsh hopes you will take. One, completely rearrange your thinking about this place called Earth. Begin to experience life on Earth as it is in heaven. That is, as if this were a paradise. Two, in order to do this, you would have to rearrange your thinking about who you are and about how life works. You would have to adopt a new perspective, the perspective of the soul, on why things are happening the way they are happening, what the purpose of every event is, and how we can put those events to that purpose in a meaningful way. Three, make a list of conditions, experiences, and circumstances that have existed or now exist in your life that create a context allowing you to experience who you are by presenting you with who and what you are not. Bless those experiences and circumstances and forgive yourself for ever having been them wrong or not okay with you, if in fact you ever did. Embrace them now in your heart as the gifts that each of them were and are. My suggested activities. One, envision the earth as a giant playground in which we all play as pure energy beings having a physical experience. See yourself floating easily and calmly along the river of life on your raft. Two, imagine no longer living in fear. Imagine seeing everyone as us. Imagine being calm, knowing we are source energy in a bodysuit of our own creation, in a love-based playground earth of our own creation within the multiple universes sources creation. Three, think about what changes a love-based world provides. What do you love doing that brings you joy and is of service to others? How does the world appear when everything and everyone are viewed from love instead of fear? Summary. There are some points that Neil Donald Walsh hopes you will remember. There are three realms in the kingdom of God. We are now in the realm of the physical. We are not here to learn anything or to be tested. We are here to experience any aspect of divinity that we wish. That is what makes this a paradise. We cannot experience what we are except in the presence of what we are not. You cannot identify darkness if you only have light. God is a process, and you are a part of that process right now. My summary, one, we must awaken from the dream that we are victims of this world. 
We created this world from love and joy. We can return this world to love and joy when we remember we are all one as source. Two, to change the world, we change our beliefs, attitudes, thoughts, actions, and reactions from within ourselves as pure source energy surrounding a bodysuit. Three, replace fear with love in every situation. Four, visualize yourself living on the new love-based earth. Share your joy and happiness with everyone you meet. Remember that there is nothing to fear here. Experience contrasts, choose your preferred path, and enjoy the manifestations as they come to you easily. The global shift to peace on earth is occurring now. We are choosing to take part in the transformation. You are welcome to visit my website at www.jokalk.com. That's www.jo-calk.com. The next podcast is a review of the seven simple questions that could change the world. I hope to see hope you will join me here next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific US time, 7 p.m. Eastern US time. This is Joe Kalk signing off. Blessings to all us dreamers on our transformational journey. Good night.